Israel is a land of diverse cultures, religions, foods, music and people. Join Benji Shulman for the next hour as he explores the devout and divine, the off the wall and outrageous and everything in between. Right here on 101.9 High FM. I'm live with Josie and he is a fellow at African Liberty and our regular economic contributor on the show. And uh, I thought we'd bring him on board to chat about the issue of uh, the adjustment budget uh, that Tita Mboweni did last week and what it might mean for your business. Uh, because, of course, the government had to adjust spending in terms of uh, the budget uh, because of COVID and financial realities. And so Tito has been announcing all sorts of uh, things that have been going on and people addressing certain concerns. So we've got to get someone on to explain it to us. Bermani, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Benji. Uh, good morning, sir. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Yes, uh, you know, it was uh, very, very great, but much better to be on the show uh, with you today, I think. Um, yeah. Tell us, first of all, what your impressions are overall of where we are in the budget. Sure. It was a very horrible budget. I don't want to lie. It wasn't good. Just to give you context, um, the projected consolidated budget spending, including the debt, will exceed 2 trillion rand, rands for the first time ever. So that's quite a massive kind of budget spending. Uh, we are going to see the tax revenues um, going down. Uh, it doesn't look good there. Uh, we are also, apparently the tax revenue will underperform by more than 300 billion rands. So it's quite massive. Uh, we are also looking at, uh, already right now, the tax revenues, the gross tax revenues for April and May, it's already behind by more than 35 billion rands uh, on earlier projections. Uh, the budget deficit will double in February. Uh, this year it was projected to be about 7%, but now it will about will go will double to about 16%. So that's quite a massive kind of an increase in, in, in deficits. So it doesn't look good. Um, and it's not clear as to government speaks of um, they are saying they're going to cut spending, but it's not clear where they're going to cut spending because when you look at the public sector wage bill, a very controversial issue, the minister said almost nothing about that. When you look at so, the well, SOEs, yeah. Just very yes, quickly, sir? I mean, yeah, just because it's, it's a lot of facts that you're throwing us, at us there. Yeah. I just want to pack it full. I mean, in a sense... Yeah. Uh, you know what what you're saying is that the government is bringing in a certain amount of money but but it doesn't have uh it doesn't it's it, it it's spending much more than it's it's actually has the ability to bring in at the moment that's that's where we are right now and it seems this will get worse uh, we are spending more than we can afford and that's what that's what the budget was about when you look at it he came in to dish out the numbers the numbers that are beyond you know, the money that we have, we are spending beyond our means. And that's why um, our deficits should rise. That's why the debt is projected to rise because we are already trying to borrow, even from the IMF as well. We are seeking money uh, from there so that we are able to finance um, uh, our, eco our economy. So it doesn't look good. So the economy will remain depressed, no doubt. Um, debt will continue to rise. So for small businesses, this will be a very tough environment because a repressed economy basically means that we are going to see sort of a low rates of demand. You know, people are not going to come out to spend the money. And talking today to Pumalani Mojosi, 
Uh, he is from African Liberty and also our economic contributor. If you want to ask him any questions, 34519, or you can telegram us on 061-895-1019. Now, Poblani, when we talk about all of this macro stuff and bring it down to a level, uh, you know, the government has to pay somehow. So either, as you say, they have to cut spending, but we don't know quite how they're going to do that. Or they have to raise taxes. So what could potentially be in the offing when we see a tax uh, uh, from that perspective? Well, apparently governments, uh, government wants 40 billion rent uh, over the next four years. That's in tax revenues. So, so that they will be able to meet their, you know, spending targets and so on. And guess what? Apparently what we are being told is that there is a plan by government to raise the wealth tax or they are looking into, in fact, they are looking into the wealth tax as one of the ways to sort of finance their programs because they, are, they basically run out, run out of options. So taxing the rich more, they believe we sort of bring in the you know tax revenues as well. Guess what's going to, what's going to happen? My projection is that people who are high sort of net worth, I mean, they are going to move their money elsewhere. You know, we can't stand for this never-ending uh, rise in taxes. So from taxes point of view, and it's not only the world, the world that the world that are going to pay more of the tax. We as citizens, citizens as well, we are going to pay more, no doubt. So it doesn't look good from that aspect. And remember that whenever you raise raise taxes in a repressed economy, we are basically stifling stifling growth. So that's the direction we are taking. And from a taxes point of view, we are going to have a lot of negative effects. Did they talk anything more about what they call prescribed assets? In other words, forced investing of, of, of pensions into things like SOEs? Well, not recently, but remember, it's been a big conversation in the ANC, right? In Okotongwana, you and I spoke about him the other day. He proposes that idea. He's been pushing for it. Enoch is the head of the economic transformation in the NC. So there, there are some factions that are pushing for that. But at least recently over the past weeks, even in the budget, there was nothing much around prescribed assets. But down the line, I think that we'll, uh, we know these NC politicians. They will definitely, definitely push, push for that as well as they seek to manage the whole kind of fiscal, fiscal crisis that we are facing. Now, what about the issue of uh, too much debt, right? So in places like Greece, we saw what can happen when you get to certain ratios. Uh, are we starting to see that? Well, right now, where we uh, – the projection is that in, a, in, a, in what they call an, an active kind of uh, uh, approach or uh, active scenario, that is if they do something about the current levels of our debt, they project that the debt – by 2023, 2024, it will stabilize at about 87%, right? That is if they do, they manage, you know, they, they maneuver, navigate and see what is it they can adjust. That's an active sort of a scenario. In a passive scenario, where they don't do anything, they leave things as they are, what's going to happen there is that we'll see the government debt going beyond 100% as a percentage of GDP. In fact, approaching um, 150 or so as a percentage of GDP. In fact, even the 90, 87% they are talking about, by imagining market standards, the moment you reach there, you, you, are, you, are, you it shows that you are in trouble. You've got to get your house in order because going beyond that still will make even things worse. So, I mean, uh, we are in, from a dead point of view, the outlook is just not good. And with government's history, even the ratings agents they are saying, you know what, we can't trust that these guys can stabilize, you know, their debt. 
because given their history uh, of how they sort of failed to live up to their promise, we don't see them meeting their targets over the next year. Over the next years, there's Fitch, S and P, and Moody's. They've all said basically the same thing. We don't trust their debt stabilization targets. So what, what does that look like when a government runs out of money? <laughs> That's a very nice question. I'm not supposed to laugh uh, because it's a very sensitive matter. What will happen is that it's like your, your, yourself. If you, run, if you run out of money, what are you going to do about education, right? We are going to get the money to, to spend on education. You have programs that are running. Uh, you have to spend money on them. It could be infrastructure, it could be so on. They need to be financed. You no longer have the money. You have things like social development that needs money to be given to people, uh, pensioners and so on. You've run out of money, right? You have many things, programs that some of them are necessary, some of course are not necessary. But at the end of the day, you'll end up having what Greece, what happened in Greece is that people were refusing that they're not going to receive as much now because things like pensions and so on. As a result, as a result, there was chaos when government can, could no longer afford to spend in some of the critical programs. And that would be the case here if we go down the route, which we need to avoid. Well, there you go. Now we know what uh, some of the issues are likely to be. Uh, Pumlani, if people want to uh, uh, see more of your stuff, I know you, you did like some recent presentations on this issue. Uh, where can people find your find your work? Uh, I think it's easy f- to follow me on Twitter. It's Pumlani M Majosi. That's where I am. Uh, on fa- my Facebook page as well, Pumlani M Majosi. I post the stuff there. So if you just scroll down a bit, you will see my recent presentation I did to 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 small businesses. That was early last week, where we were just looking at uh, the supplementary budget and the impact on small to medium enterprises. Well, there you go. If you want to. See more about that and how this might affect your business. You can go and have a look over there. Pumlani, thank you so much for joining us. Hope to speak to you soon. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me, sir.